0: Everyone, welcome back to the new year. I hope everyone had a wonderful, and safe holiday season, and that everyone's hearts and walls are still intact. It's twenty twenty-two now, and this is our podcast eighteenth episode, which means it's officially legal. And to celebrate this, we're going to spend some time on the cast or uh, advice couch and channel our inner teenager for a bit. If you were alive back in the nineties, and I can't believe it's actually a valid phrase now. You'll remember how difficult and confusing being a teen was sometimes. You had a ton of issues and questions, but no one to turn to. You couldn't ask your parents because they didn't want to hear about that shit, and asking your equally clueless friends rarely amounted to anything good. A 16-year-old asking another 16-year-old about 16-year-old problems only got you a 16-year-old answer, and therefore a 16-year-old result with 16-year-old consequences. Just... Always ended badly. And this was before the internet, so no Google. Nothing like that. At most, if you were super cool, you had a neon, translucent Motorola pager. Remember yelling, page me, to your friends across the courtyard? You couldn't type out, I just prolapsed into a vacuum into WebMD.com, and your dad's National Geographic never gave her advice on how to make a mixtape for that girl you want back. But there was one place we could all tune into Monday through Friday, late at night, on the radio station 106.7 K Rock. And the show was called Love Life. Not only was it incredibly valuable to the youth of the generation by giving us a place to learn about the dark and tougher aspects of relationships as teenagers, but also influential in shaping how we opened up and communicated about our problems. And since this podcast is now officially 18, let's take a swing at giving out some of our own advice, shall we? So, if you're like me and you went through puberty during the 90s, let's all go back to locking our bedroom doors, turning off the light, putting new batteries into our skip protection Sony Walkmans, and head back to the music and radio advice of 1996. KROQ FM and HD Pasadena. We are LA and Orange County's alternative. 106.7, the world-famous KROQ. The following program has been pre-recorded. Okay. Love Line is meant for an adult audience. Love Line may contain sexually oriented content. <laughs> Listener discretion advised. Now, here's Love Line. Alright, so here we are in 1996. Prince Charles and Princess Diana just divorced. Can you fucking believe it? The Nintendo 64 is here. There is something called a mad cow disease. That's crazy. Rainforests are being destroyed. The Summer Olympics are going to be held here in the United States, in Atlanta. And I'm sure nothing will go wrong there. No nail bombs or anything windows uh just released nt so that should be a rousing success going forward independence day and twister are just massive successes the spice girls have just shattered the charts with wannabe and the movie rental chain blockbuster video is just booming with an absolutely sustainable business model so let's get going with the first question here just gonna answer them in the order i got them this one comes from jay i'll go with that uh who pays when dating why what's expected if a girl lets him pay should she go half how does she pay or not pay without looking detached or moochy. uh so for the first date very easy that one simple uh whoever asks the other out to somewhere. So if, if I, if Mina, and the girl are talking, and I'm the one that says, "Hey, do you want to go have a drink? Let's let's go to the bar, or let's go to a movie, or let's get some coffee." I'm paying because I'm I'm the one that created the plan. Um, the second time around is you still want to pay, but this is kind of where things get established. If the other person offers to pay let them if they or if they want to pay for their half let them Um, and if they secretly didn't want you to do that well then they now they know going forward that there's no games no no so 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 don't start the whole bullshit of like, no, no, I got it. No, 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 I got You got last time I got this. No, 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 I'm the man. You're the, no, 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 it's okay. Because this, this, no, 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 it's my, absolutely. No, I would be honored. Don't just don't fuck. Don't cut the games off early. So on the second date, just offer to pay. And if he or she says, I'll I'll get my half, just go, okay, cool. Boom there. Um, by the time you're on your, if you're on your third date, then I mean, that kind of means things are kind of moving upward trajectory. So, I mean, they at least want to spend time with you. At least. Um, Then you could start saying, you know, as you're making the plan, hey, do you want to go bowling or go to the beach or do you want to go hiking or or whatever? Then start being like, do you want me to get the... fill up the gas or, or how do you want to do this? Like, just one of the main reasons for divorce and breakups and stress is money so just cut the bullshit early like just straight up straightforward from the very beginning kind of establish you know how it's going to go just ask just 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 ask just fucking ask um and don't worry if it feels uncomfortable because it's, if, if it's uncomfortable and it starts an argument or it starts things being awkward well then the other person just isn't ready to be just upfront and and whatever and it, don't just don't even fucking bother. Just be upfront. Um, now, by the time you get to your fourth or fifth time hanging out or whatever you do, you're probably at a more serious step at that point. And not that you have to be completely transparent with your tr- with your finances, but you can more or less. I'm mean, at that point if it hasn't been figured out by the first date or second date by your fourth or fifth date, it's pretty obvious who makes more who if it's by a lot or by a little bit and so on and so forth um, and you can kind of have that conversation to where you know if person A goes hey let's let's do xyz uh, this weekend and person B or you you can just say ah uh, i'm kind of budgeting right now and i can't do do that but you know if you want to wait a couple of weeks like just be just be totally honest just get the awkward money shit out of the way. If the other person's a millionaire and you're not, then obviously it makes sense for them to pay if they offer and, and whatever. But but outside of those anomalies of dynamics, if you're both in the same tax bracket, try to have that open conversation, that dialogue by the by the fourth date, I'd say. Uh, just knock that kind of elephant in the room out of the way and things will go uh, a lot smoother. And at the very least, you'll be less stressed out. Expected of a girl if she she lets him pay nothing. What? Nothing. Yeah. No. the The interaction, the the date is just the date. You're not a hooker. Like this. If the other person pays for everything, he or she they're paying for the date. the The social the societal excuse we've created in our culture to hang out with somebody else that's basically all that's all a date is a date is hey can i be close to you and get to know you as a person on a one on one basis that's it and since we can't like just teleport to each other and just face each other and then just jack into each other's heads and just download each other's information go oh you're compatible or you're definitely not we've created the concept of, of a date, which we which you know, two people go out to a place, usually costs money, and then you spend money to do that activity together, movie, coffee, drinks, amusement park, oh, skydiving, whatever the fuck it is, uh, hiking. And through that experience for an hour, five hours a day in the evening, you bond or you don't. And that's how you get to know somebody. And that, that's it. That, that that's, that's where the transaction stops. And if person A, for whatever reason, willingly or whatever, pays for all of it, then what they're doing is paying for the opportunity to get to know the other person or get closer to the other person on a one-on-one basis. That's it. That's it. That's all the money was paid for if after that you want to take her home or if or take him home or whatever that's completely elective that's that's all up to you that's you saying hey the thing we did showed me enough of you that i like you and i want to see how we bond further that's it so in it doesn't matter who pays what percentage they pay 50-50 you know 60-40 100 it doesn't matter they're just paying for the date nothing else so what's ex- what's expected of you what's expected of you is to be honest of whether or not you enjoyed the th- the activity the two of you did or ate or the the food you ate or the the drinks you had that's it and if you don't like the person walk away or whatever but 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 that's it in terms of so in terms of anything else there's there shouldn't be any expectations no no one you're you're not a prostitute i mean unless you are <laughs> but um, yeah, you're not an escort. Uh, how does she pay or not pay without looking detached or moochy? Um, if you want to pay, pay. Since this is a girl asking, if a girl wants to pay, offer. You know, I know for myself and most guys, especially on the first one, more than any other date, we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna ask you to, and if you offer, we're just gonna be like no 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 no. But, uh, yeah, again, by by the third or fourth or fifth date, things should be kind of hashed out as to, you know, who can, who can't, who will, or I got this time, you get next time, or or let's just go have these 50-50 until, you know, things go to the next step, and then we'll figure out from there. So uh, if you want to pay, pay. If you don't want to pay, you know, let them kind of run that by them. Like, whoever create, whoever makes the plan for what whatever you're going to do, wherever you're going to go, Tell that person, like, you know, hey, uh, that'd be nice, but I just want to let you know, just up front, I don't have the money for that right now, so I can't chip in this time. Are you cool with that? Or whatever. And if he's not, he'll probably say, oh, okay, well then don't, we'll, we'll just, we'll just like, you know, put a pin in this and we'll, we'll wait till you know, a couple weeks until, and then we can both go. And then, then you'll have an idea of like, Oh, okay. So he does want to go 50 50 or he doesn't want to kind of chip in a little bit. If you say, Hey, just let you know, uh, I can't, I can't go to Paris this week. (laughs) Uh, I'm working. And then he goes, ah, don't worry about it. Like, we'll just take my private jet and it's totally fine. Yeah. Then it's fine. But especially with, with money, be upfront, and honest, and transparent with that as soon as possible. That will save you so many headaches and stress and worry and paranoia down the line. Trying to figure somebody out, trying to figure out their mood. It, it's its not fucking worth it. And the thing is, if you're upfront with it very early on and just that causes stress, well, then you know there's no way. You, I mean, you just—you probably just saved yourself two or three months of dating bullshit with, with someone who I wasn't going to work out with anyway. Either because they didn't like how the money thing was going or they're expecting something else or just or or they just don't want to talk about their finances for whatever reason it's yeah yeah and don't worry about expectations after a date the date is a date anything after that is completely up to you and has nothing to do with uh money marky got with sharon and sharon got sharia she was sharing sharon's outlook on the topic of disease mikey had a facial scar and bobby was a racist they were all in love with dying they were doing it in texas tommy played piano like a kid out in the Lost his leg in Dallas, he was dancing with the train. They were all in love with dying. They were drinking from a fountain that was pouring like an avalanche coming down the mountain. I don't mind the sun sometimes. The energy that right, you should show you. You are my favorite sense. Um, next. How do I hang out with my friends without hurting my significant other's feelings? Um, it shouldn't hurt your significant other's feelings if it does there's some issues I mean, I mean there's some context missing i'm sure i'm assuming you you don't mean like you hang out with your friends every day and night and you see your significant other once a month right because then it's kind of like hey i get to see you once a month why or, you know but I'm, I'm assuming this means kind of the opposite where you see your significant other if not every day then three days a week four days a week And yeah, I guess the ratio matters here. Assuming it's a normal, healthy ratio, then the first thing I would ask is why does her, um, his feelings or her feelings, because that matters. If it's because the, the, see, the problem is not you hanging out with your friends. That's not the problem. That is only, that's only bringing up the actual problem. And the problem is blank. You need to figure that out. If he or she gets upset or gets their feelings hurt, is it because in a past relationship they were neglected a lot, um, or is it in a in a past relationship they the person they were with cheated on them with a friend, or do or is it an, an irrational thing where they're just hyper controlling and they never ever want you to spend time with your friends or or whatever it 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 depends you have to ask why does it hurt their feelings once you find out why it hurts them um then you can go from there if they don't know why it hurts why it it bothers them or hurts their feelings then they have some digging to do and you've actually opened up a nice opportunity to bond and grow and learn obviously you want to respect them you know you don't want to be like well sorry hurts your feelings but i'm hanging out with my friends uh, fucking deal with it because that's not going to get you anywhere. And all it's really going to do is exacerbate whatever the actual problem is, also, that makes you kind of an uncaring person who shouldn't be in a relationship. The main trick to be one of the main tricks being in a relationship is when the other person is making a request or asking you of something, even if it doesn't seem rational or sane or logical to you there's still a reason behind it even if it doesn't make sense hell a lot of times it, it, it may not even make a lot of sense to the the other person and they probably hate feeling this way too because they, they might know i know this is irrational i know this is ridiculous but i can't help the, the the emotion it triggers in me so you have to get to that point even if it doesn't make sense to you so you have to being in a relationship is not cool, I'm still going to do whatever the fuck I want, and you can either follow me or not follow me. You're not in a relationship. You're, you're you're dragging a puppy around. And you're like, fine, well, fine, I'll just hook this leash to somebody else. And that's not a relationship. Because eventually people will just stop following you. Um, yeah, so, you know, I've been in relationships where my girlfriend <laughs> made some... Uh, where she made some unreasonable requests. And I would have been fully within my rights to just laugh and go, are you out of your fucking mind? Uh, No. What? No. Get over it and then go. Because what she was requesting was illogical, manipulative, insane, or whatever. And what I was doing, or what I wanted to do, was totally normal and fine, harmless but if i did that we wouldn't have got anywhere we wouldn't have learned anything we wouldn't have you know figured out what the problem was and so the first time i i, I was like okay okay I, I won't i won't do the i won't go there i won't do the thing but uh why like what 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 do you find What, what's the problem with it from your point of view because from my point of view all i'm doing is xyz but to you you're you're not seeing X Y Z. You're saying you're seeing one two three. So so what is that? Explain that for me. So how, how do how do we get my intentions to align with your assumptions? That that's where that's what the actual question should be. And then once you talk that through, at the very very least, the other person will feel comfortable knowing. I made this request, or I said how I felt, and they, first of all, they, they listened, they didn't make fun of me, they didn't dismiss me, they didn't just do whatever the fuck they wanted to do anyway, they made me feel valuable, and they heard me out, so just by that alone is building a ton of, um, of trust and bonding, and, you know, if it's your friends, your, 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 if it's just your friends, maybe you can even invite your significant other a couple times just to be like, See, look, this is all we do. We just drink and watch the movie, or we, we dance. or but It's completely harmless, you know. Eventually get them comfortable um, with it. If all this just gets thrown out the window, of course, if they're being, you know, toxic and unreasonable, where it's like, I don't want you to even leave the house... Um, I hate all of your friends, and I'm who you should be with, right? That's a different level. And then, I mean, at that point, again, what are you doing in this relationship? Fucking leave. <clears throat> um, but again, I'm assuming just normal parameters of, of, of behavior. So, yeah, it, 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 if it hurts their feelings, ask them why. Talk about it. See what you can do. Ease their concerns um, and paranoia and worries and... Maybe even try to invite them once or twice. Or maybe just even have your friends come over and hang out instead of going out with them. Maybe just for, you know, once or twice. And, you know, I don't know what your dynamic with your friends are. But you might even have to explain to your friends, hey, um, my boyfriend or girlfriend, you know, our, our relationship is relatively new. we been going out for a year or, or six months or however long it's been. They had a bad relationship last time, whatever the reasons may be you would have gotten from them. Um, would it be cool if you guys came over just for once or twice? And if they are your friends, if they're real, actual friends who care about you and vis-a-vis your happiness with this person, uh, they'll do it, you know? Yeah, so, some people have issues that need a little more babying. Every, everybody does. Everybody's got something that needs a little more uh, uh, white gloves, uh, gentle care in hand. So um, that's what I would do ask what's what what's bothering them about it ease your fears try to try to merge the two lives just for a little bit just so they can get comfortable with what you do and uh yeah go from there Makeup versus no makeup. I say whatever makes you happy, you know, on a, on a, at least to my very basic understanding of makeup, the purpose of makeup is to enhance features of your face to seem more appealing on just on the most fundamental basic level. So, you know, some women use more than others. Uh, but I would say whatever makes you happy. If, if if wearing it all the time bothers you, wear it less. If wearing it at all bothers you, don't wear it all. If you love wearing makeup and the love of process, you love the process of putting on makeup and you like that your face completely fucking changes when you do it, you know. And you keep it on, all- do it, you know. Um, I think that there are long term harm, harms to your skin for wearing a lot of makeup. I don't, I don't, again, I, I'm a guy, so I don't really deal with makeup really. Um, other than when I was in theater, (laughs) you know, I know, I know there's like skin washing routines, things that specifically to counter the effects of makeup, um, for long, prolonged periods of time. But yeah, if if the, the purpose of makeup is to make you look prettier, just on the most basic level. So if you, want to do it do it if you don't don't if your boyfriend or likes it and you like that he likes it do it if your boyfriend likes it you don't care or if your boyfriend likes it but you don't care don't um it's your face your body do what you want um if he leaves you or causes a fight with you because you don't wear makeup then he's probably not a good boyfriend um me personally I, I don't like it when it's caked on I I don't uh, not that my opinion matters at all but I'll just pretend it does I, I don't I don't care if if she's wearing a lot of makeup cool if she's wearing none cool she's I, it's I, I'm not with her for her makeup acumen <laughs> her expertise um, if I'm with a woman she's beautiful to me whatever she's not wearing whether or not she has makeup or not um if anything i like it i I would even like it more when she doesn't because she wears makeup around everybody else all her co-workers her friends when she goes to the store when she goes out her friends and family and gatherings and parties and when she goes out drinking or whatever she does but the one time she doesn't wear makeup is when she's waking up next to me you know or going to bed next to me or on the weekends where we're just staying like that's mine that, that that's 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 the version of you that only I get to see, and therefore it means more. Um, When it's just you. When it's just you and a big-ass t-shirt and a cup of coffee and we're watching Netflix. Nobody else on the planet Earth gets that version of you. Just I do. So, um, I like that more. Uh, Everybody else gets the perfect makeup on your face and the the contours and the foundation and the rouge and the, the eye shadow and the lipsticks and the, the hair and the perfumes and that's fine you, you look stunning and gorgeous but there's something to be said for the for just the you version of you number whatever we're on uh here you go are ultimatums the death of a relationship or beneficial to enact changes in behavior communication etc damn that's a good one uh again context depends on what the ultimatum is what it's being used for how it's being used to me an ultimatum if someone's throwing down an ultimatum it should be should be the Absolute last resort of a situation or an issue or even the relationship. Um, It doesn't mean it's a nuke button. It doesn't mean it's it's kicking the exit door down on the plane and grab your parachute. It could be, like, like, let's say, you know, your boyfriend wants to go out to dinner with his ex for, like, the fourth night in a row and he's already cheated on you once with her and you're saying i for very obvious logical reasons i feel very uncomfortable with you going out to dinner with her tonight please don't go and he's like no what the heck it's just dinner it's just dinner babe and you're like first of all why are you talking like that and second of all um if you go out to dinner with her then I can't do this anymore. To me that's a very very healthy fair long overdue ultimatum. Right? So that that's a good that's a that's that's a that's a solid good ultimatum. Inversely if he was like <laughs> hey babe, sorry I'm still talking like this, but like fucking make me a bagel right now or I'm fucking your sister. Okay. Right. Th- so it <laughs> I don't know why I make douchebag guys that voice. So it depends what the what, what the ultimatum is, how it's used. Sometimes, unless unless the unless the person giving the ultimatum is a very toxic, gaslighting, you know, narcissistic sociopath, all those buzzwords. Unless they are one, that that type of person, where they're using it as a constant source of it's like a leash that they yank on just to like get you just to turn here, turn here. And they just keep yanking that leash and then the leash gets shorter and shorter and shorter to so basically you can't do anything. And then all they're doing every single day is like every day is a fucking, they, they're just hovering their finger over the, 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 the big red button of end it all, you know, every single, and if you, if you just do anything, anything wrong at all, they're like, I knew it. And they, and, and they use it as a source of control. Yeah. Ultimatum should be used for ultimate things. It's kind of baked into the name. I mean, two or three times ever in the lifetime of a relationship or of a life. You know, they should not be used lightly. If your partner is using ultimatum on you, then a lot of dominoes fell way before that to get to this point. So... I mean, it can be beneficial um, to enact changes in behavior and communication if you don't focus on the ultimatum itself. If you, if, if you can take a step back from the closest domino and take a look at the whole path that's fallen before it, if you can just pause, stop, breathe, step backwards and go, okay, hold on. How, how do we get to the point where you're saying, if this, then that, like how, how are we at the Sophie choice? Of our relationship. How, how do we get here? Let's just re, re-fucking-wind. Hold on. Then you talk about it. You know. If you care. Or if the other person cares enough. They'll do that. If they're just using it as a lever. To, to constantly just throw you back on the tracks. That they just want you to follow. Yeah you can't. You can't. That's not sustainable. On a sanity level. That's not sustainable. So just like the other question that was asked if if your partner says that then again the actual problem is not that issue it's everything before so you know so if if i had a girlfriend right now and she was like you know don't go on the vacation on the vacation with with your family because if you do i won't be here when you get back or whatever i don't even know then i'm gonna go okay so the problem isn't really me going on vacation with the family the actual problem is why the fuck that bothers you, right? Why do you feel the need to make this ultimatum? Why do you need to make a stop or make a change in the behavior so badly that you're here? It's about that, you know? And sometimes it's valid. Like I said, in the first example, I said, it's very clear why she made that ultimatum with, uh, with fucking Chad. <laughs> I'm really sorry for any Chads um, out there. Um, you were going to be my template for a douchebag. Um, so, if you're not a douche, Chad, well, you probably secretly are. So, if she was like, so she she had a good reason for that, you know? It's pretty easy to see how she got to that path. Probably should have done a long time ago. Actually, she should have just left them. She shouldn't have even given the chance of an ultimatum. By the way, if someone cheats on you. <sighs> See, I want to say 99.999% of the time. Just leave them. Because there's always that 0.0001% chance that it's worth staying. But then if I say that, then everybody thinks, Oh, no, 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 this is the 0.0000001% chance. No, this, this is that one exception. If someone cheats on you once, twice, just go. Just fucking go. Go. Um, anyway, yeah, ultimatums can be beneficial if you approach it the right way. There's always a path. There's always a trail of destruction leading up to the crater. Um, so follow that backwards. Try to figure out why you got there. Um, and assuming they're not using it as a form of manipulation and control, you can uh, learn from it, build from it, and uh, set new boundaries for each other. To the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat me a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches, I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches, peaches come from a camp. All right, so what's next? Does using a safe word imply a lack of trust? <laughs> uh Yeah. And not necessarily for you, although it may feel that way, logically. But it's kind of like if I'm getting in the car with someone and they're driving and we're just going on a road trip, I'm going to put my seatbelt on. Not because I don't trust the, the person driving, but because I don't trust outside elements that we can't possibly predict, right? So, if you're doing stuff, and you need a safe word, they it's because you're saying, hey there may be a point where I'm not comfortable, or I can't take stuff even before I realized it, or I maybe you don't realize that you're going too far, and not that you mean to or, you know, it's basically you know, in bowling lanes remember how when you if you're really bad at bowling, or if you're really okay at bowling, or if you're average at bowling, or, so if you bowl with me, what will happen is, you'll be like, okay, gonna get my shoes, and they put on that, like, that Lysol spray that doesn't do shit, because they just go, and you get the shoes, and you go up to the to the lane, and you throw, and you throw fucking hard, and you throw it, and it just, it gutters hard, and so what do you do? You go, hey man, can I get those bumpers up? The, the fucking, the, the rails? The bumpers. Yeah. Just the, on the sides there. Cool. And so then like the guy comes out with his little hook and he just pulls the po- that's what the safe words are. The safe word is the bumpers on the side. Just to keep keep the two of you into the lane that you agreed on. Because you want to get that strike out. You want to get that nice split. <laughs> um so yeah, that's all it is. It it, it it doesn't mean that they don't trust you as a person. It's just kind of like, in case shit happens that neither of us could have foreseen happening, or or I, I got a fucking cramp in my leg, and I have to stop. Untie me, please. Or, you know, like, hey, this goat was rougher than we agreed on. Or why is there an exorcist here? Just random things you couldn't possibly have predicted, right? Yeah, things happen all the time, so... That's all. It's just kind of like a, a failsafe, just in case. I'm having trouble trying to sleep. I'm counting shit, but running out. As time ticks by, still I try. No rest for crop jobs in my mind. On my own, here we go Let's see, how long should I wait to fart in... <clears throat> how long should I wait to fart in front of my boyfriend? I'm going to be completely honest. You wait until he does it. It is... That's not fair. And I... It's uh the thing is is as a guy, we see women as these perfect sexual pristine entities of like like you you are an essence. It's total bullshit because you are human just like us. But the way you're marketed and advertised and the way you Push it and sell it as well with your bras and your high heels and your makeup and and your clothes and then you know your demands and how exp- like it's it's not just the media makes that it's just the way it is, um, so we see you as these kind of ab- above us on the beauty scale, and whereas men. And I'm being very general here. Obviously, I'm not trying to speak for all men. I'm just saying generally speaking. In terms of aesthetic, men look up to women um, in that regard. Um, and so there, there is there is a bit of a, a, a an aura that we enjoy seeing you through that prism. I mean, that's probably why the concept of you being on your period freaks us out for so long. Um, or just... I can't even, in my mind, visually imagine any of my girlfriends taking a shit. <laughs> but of course they do. Of course they do. They. Ha- I hope they did. But, but like, I mean, you, you sweat, you fart. You, I mean, I you throw up. Cause, you know, I, 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 you have all the same functions as men, as guys do. But it's just that we... We, it, that doesn't enter our equation when we think about you you know men have this we have this stigma of just being like dirty grimy sloppy lazy big chunks of meat that like push things around and get shit done and we forget where we put things we fall asleep on our clothes and then we piss all over the floor and then we high five our dog and we go outside and we grill a steak on a fucking engine block, <laughs> right? Like we, we don't have that same aesthetic pedestal um, that women hold us on. We have a very different functionality in society. When, when, when a couple, when a pair, when a man or woman walk in together, they go, Wow, look at the dress she's wow, she looks beautiful. Wow and everyone goes up to her and you look fantastic. Oh good. Wow, well, why you. And then even when they pull the the guy to the side they go, "Wow. Your wife looks beautiful. Wow, she she looks gorgeous. She, like it, it, everything's about, you know, how beautiful the woman is." And in that regard, women like it, right? Which is good because they're benefiting from that. But when it comes to like, okay, the other side, but what about the part of life like when Women can just let their hair down, take off their bra, walk around barefoot, wear just like flannel shorts, a tank top, have a beer and burp, and then like, you know, and then just like watch a movie alone with eating chips. Like it's, it's, it's very, if a guy were to do that, no one would bat an eye, but if a woman were to do that, be like, what's wrong with you? And it totally sucks. It, but that's just, those are the kind of the, the stigmas we're kind of locked into for both of us, um, genders. Now, it, there's a bit of a Venn diagram that's slowly happening, which is fine. So when it comes to farting, is what I'm trying to say, that's very much a male trait. And if you don't believe me, Google fart or farting or put it on YouTube. Just put in farting and I guarantee you, oh, they're almost all guys or boys in high school or college just doing, just making dumb videos of it. So I won't lie that if, if like on the second date, she just rips one, and it sounds like a semi truck downshifting on the five, I'm not gonna like the uh, the mystique will be shattered. Is it fair? No but man if i'm like so so how do you like it uh, how do you like your you know how you like dinner and she's like well i'm going to be honest with you fart! <laughs> that's not that's not the first of all your fart sounds like that wow that's uh but I'm, but you know what i mean like like we're like the one like not even like the or like the or just like the no not, i'm talking about the the one's where it sounds like a car piston slamming in the side of a of a walrus eating jello yeah it it, it would shatter it's not fair but so i would wait till the guy does and at some point the guy's well we'll just be like and we'll laugh cuz haha then go ahead and he and here here is the the the, the other side of that double edged sword once a couple fart with each other and laugh it's it is such a weird fucking look okay look the movies will tell you like oh the moment of true love is, is that kiss um, when you know he, he, he slides his hand to the side of her face and the eyes close, and the symphony swells into the scene, and and the, the the lighting takes over, and the camera does its Michael Bay spin around the couple, and when they when they see each other in the rain, and then and they're yelling at each other, and it's like I loved you the whole time, but you never wrote. <laughs> or when when they're holding a child, or the baby next to each other in the hospital, it's not. It, I mean that is that is lovely. Any two people can kiss at a bar. Any two people can yell at each other in the rain. Any two people can accidentally make a baby. Right. Once your once your man farts in front of you, and then you fucking r- rip a wave right behind him, and you both laugh. No one else on earth sees that side of the two of you, because in public you you'll kiss each other, you'll hug each other, you might even do other stuff for in fr- like in, fr- in in public. But you bake an air biscuit with each other, if you crop dust a hallway, if you give each other the old Fantastic Four flame on, if you give each other a fuzzy musket, if you give him the, 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 the poof tucking, if you bust the Florida Febreze, if you give him the old da 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 I'm loving it, those are memories that will be just for the two of you. It sounds weird. And I would wait for him to do it, make him do the commitment, make him jumping down the rabbit hole first, uh, and then, you know, drop the napalm behind him. But yeah, if you can get to that level, that's something special. That said, if you're a couple, I, I, I don't need that level of love around me. Just like kiss each other. It's fine. next question what major red flag should make you run the heck the other way um if she has a safe word <laughs> like early in the relationship what i do one of the questions i ask someone early in the relationship maybe not the first day because it's kind of early for this but definitely by the second or third day um, I would get around to, cause eventually if you're talking long enough and you start liking each other, the whole ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend topic pops up, right? So one of the questions I ask is if I were to ask your last boyfriend or the last two boyfriends or whatever, why did the, why did it not work out with you? What would they say? And it works because it forces them to, you get to see how capable they are of hopping into the shoes of somebody else, not just somebody else, but literally the other person in a two-person relationship, which is a very intimate thing. It's a very, very powerful, powerful role to be in. And it forces them, the question itself, what would the other person say about you? If I were to ask them about you, what would they say? You, it, it forces them to be, at the at the very least, a little bit more honest about the perspective. And sometimes I'll ask a question, and I really won't even care about the answer itself. I'm, I'm I pay more attention to how the answer is said. So, for instance, if I asked my my buddy, you know, Ken, what's two plus two, and he goes well, four. And then I asked my buddy, Jeff, what's 2 plus 2? And he went, oh, let's see, let's carry the 5, 2, remainder, remainder K, 4? Uh, f- uh, Technically, they both said the exact same answer, 4. Right? So if I was just paying, looking for the answer, then both of those, both of their responses have equal weight. But they clearly don't, right? Ken... Two plus two goes four. Normal. But we have some problems with Chef. We have to fucking, we have to, hold on. We got to rewind this. Let's unpack what the fuck just happened here. So when I, when I ask you know, the question, if I were to ask your exes, why it didn't work out with you? What would they say? I'm not necessarily looking for the exact answer because obviously it's still going to be from that person's point of view to a large degree, I'm, I'm paying attention to how they answer. If it takes them a solid minute, two minutes to come up with the answer, then to me that says they have not considered the other person's point of view. They've never thought about it. Or they do know it and they're trying to find a really, really fucking nice way to hide the bad shit from me and put it in a, in a, a euphemistic phrase. So that's one red flag. If, if, if they don't answer or if they can't answer or it takes them a long time to answer... Because here's the thing, even if they answer, like, uh, an answer that's an unflattering answer, you know, even if they say, um, well, um, you know, she would say, uh, I'm an asshole because, uh, I crashed her car because I was drinking too much, um, and I had two DUIs or what.'" like, to me, even if it's an unflattering answer, if you answer it, relatively speaking, you know, quickly or whatever... I like to me. That's more trusting, you know. Even if it's an even if it's an answer that doesn't make you put you in the best light, I like that. It means you're honest about things, good and bad. So that's what I. W- that's one of the tests. Um, I would say my, my my first red flag indicator has is how they would uh, how they would answer that. And then um, and then I would just lock eye contact and rip a huge fart.